0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 554th episode of the Pokemon podcast, part one. Technically, there'll be technically two versions of these episodes. We're splitting them. Uh, I'm your host, Steve. This is going to be slightly confusing. We'll explain everything. Uh, With me today is
1: Bobby. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? It's uh, not as late here. Actually, the the core is still going here right now. I've got like eight minutes left. Uh, (laughs) Maybe I can get a shiny because I've gotten like no shinies this entire day. So. none uh well one we'll talk one about trainee, it but well, yeah we'll talk about it <laughs> <laughs> uh hannah also
0: here
2: yep i first day of Hoenn tour is also not quite over for me but i uh didn't break my phone didn't break myself on the ice today that was my goal so i'm good
0: oh yeah you guys got like snow
2: <laughs> yes
0: uh okay so this is uh, if you're if you're Listening to this, the moment it came out, you're probably like, Oh, it's, it's, why, why did the episode come out on Sunday? That's because Pokemon Day is on Monday. So instead of giving you, uh, two, hours, technically our episode should be 90 minutes long. I talk a lot ends up being two hours. Uh, so instead of giving you guys an episode of 90 minutes on Monday, which would be recorded on Sunday, we're recording on Saturday to give you an episode on Sunday. So we can talk about some stuff before Pokemon Day, and then the three of us are going to record another episode Monday evening for you guys to have as soon as I can get that edited. So either Monday, very late at night, or the first thing Tuesday morning of our Pokemon Day thoughts. So then you don't have to wait a full week for Pokemon Day thoughts. Um three. So so And then I didn't want to skip an episode on Monday, because then you guys would be like, where's the episode? So you're getting an episode a day early to tell you that there will be no episode on Monday. It is now, you're listening to it in your ears on Sunday, and then you'll get another one probably on Tuesday. So I don't want to hear anything about it on Twitter. If you want to <laughs> tweet at me, just tweet me nice things and said like, oh, I enjoyed the the sunday episode
2: you uh, might be making it more complicated than it actually is <laughs> it's I'm a not special sure what week. today
0: is at this point so
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a special week for pokemon day that's the short of
0: it sure and if you're listening to this on sunday uh, i'll be streaming my reaction to uh pokemon day uh, i'll also be streaming pretty much all day on pokemon day until we get to the evening where i'll stop streaming so we can record the podcast for tuesday <laughs> It'll, it' there's a lot of content, uh and you probably know where to find it, so for this episode, uh we're gonna be talking about the seven star raid Pikachu, which got announced very quickly and then happened and there I don't believe- as of right now, we don't know if there's a second weekend like the other seven star raids um and then we're gonna be talking about the hoen Global thingy that happened this weekend, so those are the two things we're gonna try to tackle. There was some animated news, we'll see if we can get to it, but Let's start off with the seven-star Pikachu. Uh, this was to celebrate Pokemon Day. Uh, this is the fourth seven-star raid. Uh, I did a bunch of raid builds like always. I, I built Pokemon assuming that Pikachu had Light Ball. It did. So the takeaway here is uh, they can give raid bosses held items. That's That's good or bad, maybe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they can build them to be a whole lot stronger than... You expect.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then I predicted Pikachu would have Lightning Rod. I think that was pretty obvious um, because it was water type Terra. <laughs> it seemed like the consensus was people were not excited because it wasn't like a Pokemon that didn't already exist. I, didn't want, I don't want to use the word new Pokemon because there's nothing new about Charizard <laughs> and there's nothing new about Cinderace. But a Pokemon. Non-Paldea
2: Dex. Yes.
0: Uh, Non-Paldea Dex Pokemon. Uh, and I think a lot of people also were just like, "Oh, Pikachu's easy um, because he's not a fully evolved Pokemon." But I think the whole takeaway from this conversation isn't to be like, "Thank goodness Iron Hands doesn't work," because well, people still brought Iron Hands anyways. <laughs> 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 Somebody didn't listen to Hop's dialogue. <laughs> to be well, I mean, the ability was the one that stopped it. I think the takeaway though that I want to talk about is that. For the first three seven-star raids, they were pretty much the same mechanically. And what I mean by that is they had the same HP. Uh, they they had shields. They had a opportunities to reset your stats, to reset their stats, to um, uh, shut off your ability for a turn. You could only catch one. It has the mightiest mark, uh, which, you know, some people care about marks. Some people don't. I care about marks a lot. But there was a lot of changes to this Pikachu under the hood, which is whether or not you did Pikachu or like, I don't you didn't care about Marks, you didn't care about Pikachu. That's totally cool. But I think all the things they did under the hood make potential seven star raids even more exciting. Oh, this is probably where I talk about what they're what they changed. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I
1: mean, like, yeah, did you guys do the um, Pikachu?
2: I did one. This week ended up being a little bit busier because we got more snow than this city has seen in a very long time. And so that kind of threw the latter half of my week off and I ended up doing one Pikachu raid with people from Slack with one of my Claude Sire from the Greninja raids and worked out just fine. I got stuck in a menu for half of it. That didn't matter. They carried me.
1: Got old stuck in a menu. That I'm glad that that one hasn't changed over the <laughs> the
2: it's supposed to get better we'll see
0: that's
1: true i was i
0: was expecting that um we would either get the patch because they did put out patch notes and i was like oh we should talk about the patch notes i expected the patch to actually come this thursday with a potential new raid boss because they have done thursday updates before and there was no patch so it's possible i got stuck in a menu as well during one of my pikachu's so uh, they're running out of February, <laughs> so I'm assuming the patch is on Monday, which at that point, we're recording a podcast on Monday night. It will be out on Tuesday morning.
1: Yep. And we'll, Don't need to
0: do this we'll talk about the patch. Please. The first, the first thing is seven star raid bosses are normally 30 times the amount of HP. Uh, so Charizard, Greninja, Cinderace, 30 times the amount of HP. Uh, And then six star raid bosses, I I can't remember, they're like 20 times. And then five star raid bosses are like 10 times. So those are all been stagnant and the same. And as up to this point, seven star raid bosses have always been 30 times the amount of health they normally have. My thought was like, well, if they were ever to release a legendary Pokemon like Rayquaza or Mewtwo, how could they make it harder if we already know what a seven star raid can hold? Uh, or contain, like the rules of, the, I'm air quoting, the rules of a seven-star raid.
2: And instead of a legendary, they did it with Pikachu.
0: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> so the seven-star raids don't have set rules, uh, because Pikachu had 50 times the amount of HP. Uh, so there didn't need to be like a magical eight-star raid. They're just like, we can just change this. So again, if you didn't do Pikachu, nobody, that's not the... That's not the the takeaway here is they they can change these numbers and and flex it. The other thing that I think everyone noticed right away is Pikachu started with a shield instantly, which again, this was something I speculated in uh a month or two ago. I actually made a YouTube video about this uh because I wanted to teach people how the shield worked. I can't remember what that I think the YouTube video is called like behind the scenes of a seven star raid or something. And I talked about how, like, it's important to learn the shield mechanic because if the shield starts earlier or, I don't know, on turn zero, you now have to deal with it. And if you don't know how to deal with it, which I think was probably the biggest hurdle for a lot of trainers, um, they're like, why am I not doing a lot of damage? Like, what's happening here? Uh, Then that raid all of a sudden becomes hard. And there is a lot of novelty into, like, one-shotting a raid boss. But I think that wasn't so much a novelty for some people. That was, I don't want to deal with the Raid Shield. How Mm -hmm. can I do this without having the Raid Shield pop up? Um, Because people didn't understand or want to deal with the Raid Shield. Because once the Raid Shield's up, it does become harder, right? Like, you can't taunt. You can't Thunder Wave. Uh, People were building Pokemon before Pikachu to be like, I want to skill swap the the hidden ability off so then I can use electric Pokemon can't skill swap when a shield is up so far we got two things number one uh they can put the shield wherever they want (laughs) they want the shield
2: was stronger too
0: yes yeah we're gonna talk about that so held item possible uh shield can go wherever it wants more hp uh and then the other thing is the shield was stronger but weaker at the same time which was kind of weird this might go through some people's ears and out the other (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'll give I'll give you a too long didn't read. Again, this was in my video of like how to deal with the raid shield. So when you're attacking a Pokemon that has a shield up, your move is only doing twenty percent of the potential damage. So I'll make this really easy. Uh, you know, if you're using Earthquake, Earthquake does hundred damage. If a Pokemon shield is up, your Earthquake's only doing twenty damage, right? That's like a huge reduction of damage. And then if you uh let's we'll use Clawseyr for example. If you and you use Trailblaze. Uh, Trailblaze, you know, Claude Sire is not grass or poison, so it's not a a stab. Um, It's also not... So if you... Sorry. So if you terrestrialize ground, because we're going to use Earthquake still, and you use Trailblaze, you're only doing 35% of the potential damage. Trailblaze is really weak, though, so I'm not going to do the math on that. But if you terrestrialize ground and use Earthquake, because Earthquake matches ground you're going to do 75% of the potential damage. So instead of your Earthquake doing 20 against a shield, your Earthquake is doing 75 against a shield. So you're still not even doing the full potential of what Earthquake can do. Now, of course, same type of attack bonus, all that stuff, you know, held items into play. But that's like the basics of the shield and how it works. Pikachu had a unique shield. Um, So again, the takeaway here is raid bosses in the future, like if they decide to do a Mewtwo, could have a totally unique shield mechanic than a Cinderace or a Greninja. Pikachu, your base attacks did 1% damage to Pikachu's shield. So your Earthquake, instead of doing 20 damage out of 100, it did 1 damage. That was it. And you might have noticed this with like a Giga Drain or a Shell Bell that you weren't getting any HP back really.
2: It forces you to understand how the shield works.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) You're not going to get any headway otherwise.
0: So if you were using, uh, we'll go back to Claude Sire. If if you ground Terra Claude Sire and use Trailblaze, your Trailblaze is doing 70% of the potential damage. Now, earlier I said it was only doing 35. So they actually gave non-Terra matching moves a boost against the shield. I think what Game Freak was really doing was like, You need to terrestrialize. You need to use the mechanic we invented to do some damage here. (laughs) And then if you did match the Terra, uh, so Claude Sire, ground Terra, using Earthquake, you would actually do 120% of the normal damage. So you're actually doing more than what Earthquake could normally do. I I don't know what 120 and 100 is. I don't know if that boosts it to 120 or if it's a little bit higher, but you're just doing more damage than what it would do. So that makes sense now why if you brought a grass type Pokemon and you terrestrialized grass and then you got it, you did 120% of what that damage was, plus super effective, plus stab. That's why grass type Pokemon completely melted Pikachu, because uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but water type Pokemon are weak to grass. <laughs> I know it's crazy, <laughs>
1: Shocking news! <laughs> did not realize this. Wow.
0: So yeah, uh, again, if you didn't find Pikachu to be exciting, I think the most exciting thing is they can give Pokemon health items. They can change the shield. They can change the health. Um, they can make the shield activate or not activate. Pikachu never reset your stats. This is the first seven star raid boss to never reset your stats. He did reset his stats. Yeah, it was also the first seven star raid boss to not remove your ability for a turn although probably wouldn't have mattered too much um oh and he was holding a held item which knockoff did work so if you were running a miyaskarada or a Wo chen or a toad those are the three grass type pokemon i'm thinking off the top of my head um they all had knockoff so that would remove the light ball which makes pikachu significantly weaker obviously without the light ball again I didn't think Pikachu was the most exciting raid boss, although I am a big Pikachu fan. Oh, there's one more thing about Pikachu. Holy cow. (laughs) So the Charizard, Greninja, Cinderace, they were all male. Everyone got the same nature, right? So like Charizard was always modest. Greninja was always sassy. Um, And then they had the mightiest of mark, right? For just a side note, if I saw this all the time on Instagram or TikTok, they're like, I don't have a mark. You have to move it to your party. And then put, yeah. I think the update is supposed to fix
2: that. Yeah, the update's supposed <laughs> <Yes>. to. <laughs> uh, hopefully,
0: <laughs> but this Pikachu had a one in sixteen chance of being a big Pikachu. It had the. It could. It could have the Humongo mark. Pikachu literally made me put in my copy of Scarlet, run through the beginning of the game to then catch another <laughs> Pikachu because I learned it after I already caught a Pikachu. And I wanted a Mighty Mark Pikachu, but also a Humongo Mark Pikachu. I wanted both. And you got it? I got it. I got it. Good. Wait, is that actually the (laughs) name of the mark? Humungo, I think. Yeah, I think it's Humongo and Tinty. Good word. And then when it comes out, it'll say Pikachu the Great, I think is what the title is, which is really great on Great Tusk, because it's Great Tusk the Great.
1: So wait. All right. Um, So... Wait, how did you, how did you get the Pikachu with the Humungo mark? Uh, because you wouldn't be able to figure that out until after you've finished the raid, right? Yes. You have to turn off autosave.
0: So the game oh, will, the game finished, will save okay. when you connect to the internet. Um, but if autosave is off, it doesn't save after the raid. So you catch the Pikachu, you talk to the girl by the flower garden. She'll be like, this is the biggest I've ever seen. And then if she does, if she doesn't say that, you have to like turn it off, turn it back on. Classic Pokemon, you know every Pokemon <laughs> trainer knows this
1: this uh, song and dance. Turn it off. Turn it back on. How many times did you have to? do I that?
0: got lucky. It was my first one on my new account. What? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay.
2: And I mean, every, the odds are good. Everyone,
0: yeah. yeah, one in sixteen is really good. Uh, everyone in the raid would get the same humongo mark. So if somebody, oh, that's helpful. If somebody, if I came back and I was like, oh, I got the humongo mark, the person who was hosting it could
1: then keep posting that over and over technically. Right, right. (laughs) What do we- (laughs) All about the marks, all about the marks.
2: (laughs) And we'll see what comes next, whether it's more Pikachu or whether it's something else.
0: This podcast is brought to you by the Super Anime Podcast. That's Super with three U's.
3: Yeah, the Super Anime Podcast, a weekly podcast that looks to entertain, inspire, and inform you about anime, a subject near and dear to my heart. It's a unique anime podcast where hosts Ed and Solo look at anime from a real world perspective. Listen to in over 150 countries. Plus, another thing that is near and dear to my heart: you can hear the occasional good or bad singing on the podcast. You all be the judge, but don't talk about my singing on this podcast because it was always impeccable. I mean, they
0: they have heated debates on anime versus manga. If Pokemon is the greatest anime of all time,
3: how is that a debate?
0: Because it's uh, yeah, because it's just right. It's just the, I'm I'm I am sure. I look, I haven't listened to that episode. That's the first on my list <laughs> though. And I'm I'm, sure, I'm confident that Ed and Solo have decided that Pokemon <laughs> is the greatest anime of all time, and it wasn't
3: that One Piece show. They haven't even found the One Piece. But they haven't even found the One Piece, and they have found Pokemon. What more do you need?
0: That's true. They they do a ton of general anime discussion, you know, best anime weapons, singing the best anime intros, top five interesting anime characters. I can name them right here. Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Mewtwo, uh, Chikorita. There you go. <laughs>
3: I was with you till Chikorita. Now we're get, now we're into it.
2: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm I mean, sure go outside of Gen 1, I, I'm I mean, sure. I'm going to argue that Totodile was
3: way more interesting than Chikorita ever was. Totodile bit everybody. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good.
2: <laughs> Finally, they have had some incredible guests on their podcast, such as the singer of the Pokemon theme song, Jason Page, which we will have a link to in our show notes for you all to go and listen to if interested. Super Anime Podcast promises that you will love, laugh, and learn on their show.
0: Super Anime Podcast with three U's, S U U U P E R, Anime Podcast, can be found wherever you find your podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc.
2: This podcast is brought to you by Every Plate. If you think meal kits are too expensive, think again. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. With food prices at the grocery store going up, I can count on every plate to be a great value week after week. Every plate's quality ingredients come pre-portioned to help you save money and reduce food waste. You know, like that bag of spinach you throw out every week. Get everything you need for the week delivered at the same time with sides, desserts, and ready-to-eat snacks to complement your weekly order. Try vanilla delight cheesecake, sweet kale salad, garlic bread, and protein bundles to take things up a notch.
3: All right, I have a, I have one thing before I ask Steve how your every plate's going. You know what's
0: weird? That I didn't know there was garlic bread in these
3: dishes? Yeah, of course I, there's garlic what? bread. <laughs> when <laughs> no, did when, they get garlic what? bread? I want Look, that. It, have you not been looking at the website? I've seen this. So here's the weird thing. I've been doing these ads for like, what, a year now? Yeah. You would think I would get mail from EveryPlate to me? Do you not? My husband just got an every plate <laughs> thing. And I'm like, I looked at it. I saw every plate. I was about to open it. And I went, well, that's not my name. <laughs> Steve, how is your every plate? Dirty they going? know your husband doesn't leave the house to go to the grocery. I know store. this is true. They don't know he do They know that he is he stays at home, but they don't know that he does. He refuses to cook. This is like the perfect fit for him. Like they have done their market research because it probably should have gotten to him, not me. I just felt I felt this urge to open it, and I'm like, "Well, this is my mail." How's your every plate dirty going? Steve? It's good. Um,
0: the first one I made was a, a chicken taco meal, um, and they had a bunch of different. Hoppings. Uh, I'm very plain, though. So I would be curious, like, oh, I barely put anything on my tacos. <laughs> the plain, pretty plain. I put, You know, I was a little adventurous. Uh, it was still incredibly good. Still tacos. Re- still tacos. Yeah, you, you still were like, mm, this, this meal slaps. You can get started with Every Plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter the code super effective 149 that is everyplate.com slash podcast. Entering the code super effective 149. Well, speaking of Pikachu, they put two new hat Pikachus in the wild. Uh, one is a May hat Pikachu, the other is a Brendan hat Pikachu. How was your guys' day one Hoenn tour? Uh, well, don't don't be too to excited. Don't.
1: <laughs> the best way to put it is like you've got like you've got overwhelming, you've got underwhelming. Like I was whelmed. Like it was yeah. fine. It like I didn't think it was awesome. Like I wasn't like, oh, this is so great. Like Jodo tour, Canto Tour were definitely better. Those also cost twelve, fifteen bucks or whatever. Uh so there's that. Uh I think Jodo tour was twelve dollars or like eleven ninety nine. I think you're but right. What was five? Five was like a
0: GoFest. GoFest for the 50, because I'm Verizon saying. or mm-hmm. no,
1: Google Play sponsored that GoFest. Yeah,
2: that was yeah. it. Yeah, so
1: that was that was five. But I'm pretty Jodo Tour was eleven ninety nine. I'm I'm pretty confident. I don't remember what Canto Tour was, but this definitely played like a free event. Yep. I mean, it was no, free. It was, it was <laughs> no. I know. worse like, than a
2: community day in some ways. There was no bonus. It was just. Go out and catch Pokemon, and also, if you want to take advantage of the Megas, you can spend a whole bunch of money on raids.
1: Yeah, so I say it was a free event. It was not free for me, because I did about, like, 20 uh, Primal raids throughout the day, uh, and none of them were with the Premium Passes. They were all remote, because they were not there with other people. Yeah. So
2: people aren't I like how people
1: are
0: considering premium passes free at this point because everyone just has like 40 (laughs) in their bag and they're like i'm trying to get rid of them i I definitely have
1: (laughs) 60 some odd premium passes in my bag from three years ago um but yeah it was again it was fine i i one of the so it's raining right now it hasn't rained all week but of course today it's like poor it was pouring rain all day um so what i did do at one point was get in my car and find like where a Kecleon was on a stop, go to that stop and then catch the Kecleon and then catch like anything around there. Right. Cause there's a lot of Pokemon would be spawning in those areas and then go to the next Kecleon. And I did that for about <laughs> 15 Kecleon. Um, none of them were shiny, unfortunately, Darn. but, um, that was okay. And then I just caught a bunch of Pokemon that are around wherever the Kecleon were. Um, mm-hmm. so Kecleon kind of like led my day today, today.
2: Honestly, that's, that sounds like kind of a fun way to do it. I, it worked out. I think, I mean, I already said that my, my city got more snow than we're used to, and that means the entire city is covered in ice. So the challenge for me was traversing and getting around <laughs> and not falling. <laughs> and so everything was kind of slow. I ended up with three shinies day one. I got a Feebas and a Brendan Hat Pikachu and a Cacnea. And those are the three that I got. Mm-hmm. And I am almost all the way through the research, and I got three out of four of the uh, collection challenges done. So tomorrow I'm looking for a Slackoth, and I need to do a bunch of Kyogre raids. So ultimately, I felt like this was a good amount of content, but it didn't, sound, it didn't feel fun. <laughs> there weren't bonuses going on, there weren't really things to aim for. But I do think. One thing I noticed was that there were multiple new shinies with this event, right?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And that was one thing that I think they probably heard everybody complaining last time because they last time kind of released shinies all the way up to the Johto event and there weren't any new shinies. There were barely any new shinies
1: for the Johto event. A couple, but yeah, very, very few in the Johto. Yeah. Johto tour.
2: And this one, there are at least some new shinies. So that's good.
1: So, did you pick the Cacnea line? I path? did. Okay. And then, yep. Steve, what did you pick? On oh, Gulpin. You picked Gulpin and you got Shiny Gulpin, right? And then. I was it got, guaranteed, though? I don't think it was, no, but I no, picked No, I don't Surskit, think it was either. And then I think it's first, boosted. The first Surskit uh, research reward was Shiny for me. But it nice. seems like that was boot. Like, it seems like that that Pokemon, when you chose that path, had like a Shiny of some mm-hmm. kind. Because I was seeing a lot of that. Um, today, like, to, someone had Cacnea, but nothing else, right? Someone had Chinese Gulpin, but nothing else. Mm. So I think there must have been some kind of boost there.
2: I'm kind of surprised it didn't break anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I heard any uh,
0: issues for this event. No, that's not true. There were, <laughs> I, I did see people being like, hey, the game is broken. I can't figure out what these quests are. You know, oh, the spooky cipher were <laughs> complaining about the spooky cipher and not being able yeah. to like figure it like
2: someone asked me about it and asked what it was. And I said they tried to make it fun and failed. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I took one look at that and said, nope. went online, looked it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are these tasks? <laughs> it was it,
2: it's that. a little annoying because they replaced each letter with a black box, which meant that the spacing was off. So mm. the, the spacing you would expect for each word was different than it would be, which made reading them harder.
0: Yeah. I think the ones that were more intuitive were the make three great throws and use berries because it would pop up and then you would slowly figure it out. I guess if you're paying attention.
2: Yeah. Uh, if you're not walking, you can take only, a harder look.
0: Yeah. The only one I, that I struggled with when I was in Vegas was the, it ended up being transfer five Pokemon because I wasn't, I cleared my storage, so I wasn't planning on transferring anything until mm-hmm. you know I got mm-hmm. back that night. So I like I kept getting them and I was like finally I asked somebody, I was like, What is this? And they're like, oh, transfer. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about transferring because I, I cleared my storage before the event. But like the make three great and use five berries, that was like, oh, because I'm I'm I've been doing that, right? Like uh yeah. and then the Evolve Nikata, I guess that one was like the easiest for me to like read. But yeah, yeah I saw I people even- being like Niantic no, fixer game the tasks aren't
1: coming in properly <laughs>
0: I, just I thought it was like that's yeah. happened before
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true that's true <laughs> yeah um but yeah i didn't even give it a second like as soon as i saw the task and then saw that it said like cypher i was like oh okay i'm not gonna sit here and try to solve this puzzle you know and then on top of that um you know with the great throws or whatever every time i'm catching a pokemon it's saying like you've completed three tasks because it's completing the jirachi oh yeah yeah, the, yeah catching mm-hmm. 300 of each pokemon or whatever and then completing whatever other stuff so i wasn't even taking the time to think like oh what three tasks are being completed on this catch so I went straight to the internet and said yeah what are these tasks
0: uh, so I, I have two different experiences because I went to Vegas. Uh, I will disclose that, uh, Niantic did pay for my two day ticket in Vegas. They did not pay for my flight. I, or my hotel. Uh, that was all, that was all on me. They did not pay for any of my dinners at Gordon Ramsay's Burger Place. That place is very good. Very um, good. It was also probably the cheapest Gordon Ramsay place. I think that exists because <laughs> it's just hamburger. Because it's just a burger spot. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yes, they they did pay for they did pay for my ticket. Um. They also gave me a couple incubators and raid passes. Which, to be fair, I don't. You know, the raid passes are just eating my storage because I can't get I can't get through raid passes. I I there were they weren't remote raid passes. They were premium, and uh, I I just have storage wasted at this point. But they I did give me some.
1: They gave you, oh, well, you were in Vegas, but it's like yeah, they gave yeah. you things and said, move around, go outside. <laughs> like, come on, ended
0: So I, I had totally different experiences. Uh, obviously, the shiny odds were much, much better in Vegas. Um, but I will say today doing it, I mean, the, so there, there are similarities between the Kanto and the Johto, right? like Or at least other past events. The rotating every hour, um, I think, is still a good tactic. Or I th- I think there is some pros and cons of having the event be exactly the same for two days, for eight hours, two days, like for a free event. You know, you think of community day is like three hours only on Saturday. Oh, I'm working. I can't do it. So I think for a free event, 16 hours over the weekend, some people are going to do all 16 hours. Some people are going to do four. Some are going to do six. Right. Like, I think I think those are still pros. I think they did a great job with starters. Uh They weren't completely everywhere littering the entire thing Well, was, was that johto tour where no that was go fast that was go fast yeah, where was there go was Fest. sun and moon starters littered <laughs> everywhere it
2: didn't make sense because they can't be shiny
1: yep
0: so i think i think they did a great job with the starters they took Duskull, they put it behind one of the ciphers which was another community day shiny uh, which i thought was a good choice too so at the other two go fast they put Corsola you know, Kangaskhan, Farfetch, all that stuff in raids. And they didn't do it here, and they put it in eggs. And I don't know. I think that's 50-50, because, like, if they put them in raids, then you have have to spend the money either way, right? But, like, if they put them in raids, and your town only has two raids, and you want Kyogre and Groudon more, and they keep spawning a Tropius there.
2: Yeah, this is a pretty raid-heavy event if you care about the primals.
0: And people, yeah. uh, we know, we know people do though. Like Kyogre, Groudon, and Rayquaza are like the three. Some of the like th- by far, like probably what top ten all time popular. Like Rayquaza probably number two behind Mewtwo. Yeah, I would.
1: Yes, and At Groudon, point, and Kyogre yeah. are up there as well. Yeah, uh, like I Kyogre's
0: mean, best yeah. water legend all time currently,
1: right? And then Groudon best primal, yeah, ground, yeah. No, it's great. They're they're great, and I think the way they did it with having putting Deoxys in the five-star raid, like the four different forms of Deoxys in five-star raids, and then doing the primal raids for Groudon and Tyogre, and then just completely forgetting about the Regis. Like, they don't even but exist. But I think that was a good and, call, though. I think oh, that, We do, we do, we do. Yeah. But it's just like, they don't exist in Hoenn anymore, apparently. I mean, they did the Regis to the lead-up.
2: Yeah, they did they a did. bunch of lead up. They
1: did. You had to get the, the code or whatever to get the limited, the timed research, though, right? Well,
0: everyone, you guys got the Reggie's from the code, right? From last week? Mm-hmm. You yeah, didn't, from the code. Yeah, so you didn't need it, a ticket either.
1: No, no. but it, I mean, they didn't just give, they made you do the work, of well, on iOS, they made you do the work of, like, going to the website, logging in, putting in the three codes yeah. to get the Reggie's, and then that was the only mention of the Reggie's throughout this whole week.
0: Yeah, that, oh, that, that we was kind of a bummer, too, because, like, in person, they had the, the Reggie Rocks I took a picture and posted it on, I took a picture, I think Reggie Rock and posted on Instagram. Like they put the rocks in the desert and then behind the Reggie symbol was the code. Oh. And God. so like the concept was like when you're at GoFest, it was, or not GoFest, Hoenn Tour, it was like supposed to be a, a, like a discovery and a surprise and somehow, I don't know, somebody on Twitter was like, oh, here are all three codes at like four in the morning, like before the event even started <laughs> and then everyone just redeemed it before the event but like, like i feel like there are moments where niantic can i detour real quick so (laughs) the the detour i want to do real quick is there's this messaging that has been going around that niantic hates pokemon go and they're actively trying to kill the game or like niantic doesn't like like pokemon go or they're always trying to screw over the fans or whatever and i just don't understand that logic it reminds me of when like the national deck stuff happened with sword and shield and people were just like masuda hates pokemon it's like what (laughs) basis Uh first off masuda wasn't first off there are higher up people than masuda (laughs) like if we're gonna blame anyone we should probably blame ishihara right (laughs) like (laughs) but there's like there's there's there that was like the i felt like all week is like Niantic hates Pokemon Go players Niantic hates Pokemon and like not like of uh, you know Niantic makes other games right they make the NBA game now they make Pikmin they make uh Ingress still um what's the game with the weird creatures it hasn't come out yet Paradot I think yep. um, Oh yeah and again very similar messaging to back then where like oh Game Freak only cares about like little town hero they don't care about Pokemon it's like Niantic only cares about Peridot. They don't care about Pokemon. I don't, I don't understand this logic. What I can say in a personal, uh, experience is I talked to a lot of people at Niantic. Uh, I, you know, I, I met the, the, the woman who made the mega Ray, mega Pokemon changes, mega evolution changes. I met her in St. Louis. I met her again, um, in Seattle. It was very clear to me that she was so excited to work. On the mega changes. Make it happen. She was excited. That it was well received. She said she was working on something else. Very exciting. um For Pokemon. Every single person I've talked to at Niantic. Loves this game. They are they're I'm friends with a bunch of them. They're sending me remote in. They like they they're, they love remote raids because they're sending me remote raids all the time. Like they're remote raiding. They're level fifty. They're flexing their shinies. Like there hasn't there. I have probably talked to thirty different Niantic employees. I can say only one of them I talked to who doesn't even work there anymore didn't really care about Pokemon. They were like, yeah, I'm, I'm just here because like friend referred. I thought it was a good opportunity. I'm not a huge Pokemon guy. Seems cool, but like not my thing. Like. The other 29 people I've talked to absolutely love Pokemon. And when I look at like that Reggie thing of like the Reggie rocks and like the code behind it, like that is very Gen 3. That is very like we want to try to make something that encaptures what the Reggies were in Gen 3. So putting like these Reggie rock, no pun intended, uh, rocks in the desert with codes behind it for trainers to discover is like a really cool thing. Um, there are so many passionate people that work at Niantic now that care about Pokemon. Now, that's not 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 that's not to say that I I am sure there are higher ups at Niantic who make these decisions that are like, how can we nickel and dime our players? How can we get as much money from this event? What are you doing to like have like I am sure those higher ups exist because they exist at every company. But all the people I've worked with and I've talked to, they love this game. So I, I I the messaging of like Niantic hates Pokemon. They're trying to kill it off. They're trying to destroy their player base. I don't think that's true at all. Uh, I also like when I talked to one of the community managers, I was like, hey, I don't know who worked on the big and small Pokemon, but I love the big and small Pokemon. And they were like, I'll give them that feedback because they worked on it for a <laughs> full year. And that was like their baby. And they absolutely wanted to make sure this happened in Pokemon. I don't know anyone who hates a game that wants to spend a passion project on like I really want big and small pokemon in this video game and they were able to do it and it works great and I I still like it. I know not everyone likes it but like I'm very into the big and small pokemon.
1: <laughs> oh, I agree. I'm very much into the big and small pokemon too. Just got a, I hatched a I hatched an extra extra large Happiny the other day and it was really <laughs> exciting to because it doesn't tell you when you hatch it or I didn't see it and then I was going through transferring stuff and it was like you're transferring a double XL pokemon what? And I looked and I leave out and I, and I was like, Hapini? It's a giant Hapini. It's great. <laughs> giant
2: it. baby Pokemon.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's awesome.
2: I think for a
0: free event, you guys were right. Like, it felt very mid. It didn't feel like the worst event they've ever done. And it didn't feel like the best, nor near the best event they've ever
1: done. But there was also <laughs> no price tag to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I will say for as far as free events go, They always the one that they always do really well is the Halloween event, right? People love the Halloween event. It's like a week long event, but it's it, you know, there's not I don't think there's any there's no cost. Maybe there was like a limited research or something last time, but I you know, for the last few years there's not been anything and they've done that really well. Um as far as like a two day event, I guess I could only think of like an EV community day or like the end of the year community day, the December community day where it's two days long. Dwingling um, fantasy
0: was probably the thing that stands out to me. That whole week was fantastic.
1: Right. Oh. That yeah. was That was earlier. No, that was That was earlier year, this right? year. Or, I think.
2: It, it was recent. It
1: was in <laughs> January, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um but I feel like this one was. Yeah, it was just it was fine. Like I had I enjoyed playing today, and I will play tomorrow as well. Um I do wish that with how much with how little energy you get from those primal raids like with especially kyogre if you're getting kyogre and you're getting it down to the wire which happens a lot because it's not that easy to get like 10 or 12 people in a raid and kyogre is definitely tougher to uh knock out you're getting somewhere between 60 and 70 primal energy and you need 400 and if you chose the groudon or the ruby uh badge which i did um you know, I look at the end of today and I you think get, you get, I did both. A lot you of get both today. Uh you, you, you
0: get both um energy from the special research.
1: No, you only get nope. your I you only get the two hundred from your
2: You like, get candy for both.
1: Yeah. Oh but, you don't, but get, you, don't get, you don't get the energy for both. Got it. You so get I got candy for both, but you don't get energy the energy for Groudon. Um so at the end of my first day with Groudon and Kyogre, I have a little over a thousand energy with Groudon. And then only like almost 500 with Kyogre, and I I did a similar amount of raids with both of them, mm-hmm. but because it's still a
2: bunch of raids, yeah.
1: Because Groudon is able to be taken down so much easier, you're getting 80, 90, 100 energy per Groudon raid, but only 60 or 70 energy per Kyogre raid. So anyways, the point is, is like with with all of that, it would have been kind of nice for them to maybe say, you know, here's five free passes. Like do, do then like people the would have five- complained they were not remote. They That's like, <laughs> well, what I mean. Yeah, people are going to complain no matter what. But it was kind of interesting that it was. I don't think there were any passes. I know there were two premium passes that I got at some point, but I don't remember which which part of what. I like, believe I think that it was,
0: was. Oh, I don't. I remember them giving us premium passes for Rayquaza messing up in Vegas. But I don't know if that went yeah. out to everyone. There were two
1: premium passes for one of the things today for something that I completed today. Um.
0: Oh here, I have I the thing here. So um
2: Maybe it was one of the collection challenges.
0: No, you do get two so so the free thing that you get, the special research, is the, your step one is to power up Pokemon. Yes. And you yes. get three free incenses. And then you choose Gulpin, Surskit, Cacnea. And I think everyone agrees that one of those is probably increased shiny. Yeah. And then you then for the next task, you have to use an incense, catch five of what you picked, catch ten different species. Then you get two free raid passes, the premium ones. Okay. And then step three is, this is where I was confused, because you do get awarded Groudon energy first, but only if you have the ruby badge. But you mm-hmm. do still get 10 Groudon candy for both. And then you get the Plusle Soul Rock Trap Pinch Full Beat. And then step four, if you pick Team Sapphire, then you get the 200 Sapphire energy. You get mine in Lunatone, Whal- Whalmer, Illumise, and then everyone gets the 10 Kyogre candy. Um, you have to activate Primal Reversion, which gives you two TMs. That's kind of a bad reward. And then the final reward is Spinda, which is kind of a bummer right. for you guys that you only got one Spinda encounter in Vegas. There was like eight Spinda encounters, which is pretty cool. The, they re- the, the way they did Spinda in Vegas was awesome. Um, if you don't, if you don't know, they, they took eight stops out of the whole park. And they were Spinda stops. So when you spun them, uh, then you could redeem Spinda. And the, so you had eight chances for shiny Spinda or just eight Spinda encounters. And that worked both days. So 16 total. Nice. Was it different? For- was each one of the stops? I think there was two forms. Form? There was just the, the spots on the cheeks. And then there was goatee one. Okay. I don't know what, I don't know what numbers those are. I wish, <laughs> I'm sorry. I
1: wish that's how they listed them in the game. The spots <laughs> on the cheeks and the goatee. goatee. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So with those steps that you were talking about, right? So you have, um, you get 200 energy for, let's say Groudon. Uh, they give you two premium raid passes. So if you were to get, to do really well on Groudon, those two passes, that would give you a hundred each. So you get, 400 you'd have 200 from that you get 200 from the research So now you have 400 so you can do the primal reverse so you're not spending any money at that point right if, and that's in the best case scenario you do two of them you do the best time and then there it is then you don't nothing happens with kyogre at that point right you have only. this is only groudon that you've now done mm-hmm. so it just seems like for all the marketing that they did leading up to this with like the primal like all the every time you go to the pokemon go live website it's just you just see primal kyogre and groudon on the front page and everything and then you get to the event and it's like oh they're there but uh you gotta, <laughs> you be gotta work for money it. you gotta really work for it for them yep. um, i mean yeah. they
2: are strong pokemon like steve said earlier they are some of the strongest pokemon in the game they are legendaries that are they're primal they're not mega effectively they're megas they're like right. super megas yeah so i understand it but it also does cost if you don't have an in-person group
0: which right, so is
2: unfortunate.
0: If you, if you But
2: I kind of get it.
0: If you power up a pokemon 15 times, you're getting two free raid passes, you're getting your free daily, free daily. Three raid passes even if you're doing uh, you would have to do 70 70 70. 60 is the lowest, 90 is the I think highest. 60 is the
1: lowest. I think 100 is the highest because I've gotten 100. I got 100 Groudon energy in a couple different raids. Okay. But So you're, 60 you're is the ideally
0: lowest. you're doing three to four raids plus your 200 energy to get one ultimately free primal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if like Niantic is like, again, probably somebody higher up was like, how? Like, I, I know what the conversation is probably like. How do we get more people to play this event from last event, right? Like that's like, you don't have to work at Niantic to know that that's like the standard like business conversation. How do we get more people to play our video game, right? So I wonder if the logic's like, well, instead of settling a $5 ticket, what if we make it free and then naturally more players would be incentivized to buy raid passes or incubators because they're out here for free with their friends versus, well, I don't want to spend the $5 because I don't know what I'm going to get. So I'm not going to come out with my friends. I'm sure they have that
1: data. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, sure they know if this is like, if, if we, years, <laughs> right? Like they've captured all of that data to know, uh, they know there's people like, I'm assuming you did this too, Steve. Like you probably bought incubators and raid passes. So mm-hmm. uh, I did that for sure. Right. So they know there's people that will do those. So I got two 10 K eggs today, by the way, two really. And then uh, it was raining. So I wasn't walking around a whole lot. So they're still incubating. Now every like, single
2: stop I spun when I had an egg slot, every single one was a 10k egg. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs>
0: that I is got incredibly lucky uh, all day. I, I played six hours and I was up MOA, so I was hatching eggs nonstop. I maybe got like three 2ks, like five 5ks, oh. and like 20 to 30 10ks. Like it was really okay. drastically. Wait, when was this? Today. Today. today.
1: How would you hatch them so
0: fast? I still have the, the reason I hatch them so fast is because I have the makeup egg bonus for when they oh, messed okay. up in Vegas. I was Vegas. wondering
2: if you had that. Yeah. You have a, you have it weighted Uh-oh. so that you're supposed to get more 10k eggs then. Yeah. yeah
0: that's why I was, at, when, when Hannah said that she got a bunch of 10k eggs. I
2: was like, not in Vegas.
1: Like everyone else near me w- was also getting 10k eggs pretty regularly. Really? I got, I, I had an empty bag or empty eggs, egg spaces. Uh, so nine spots, and then I went and spun nine stops, and I got uh, three 2Ks. Like I don't know. I ended up only... did you of spin before spots only You two waited until after 10. 10, right? Yeah, it was in the middle of the day. Oh. It was like this afternoon. And only two of them were 10K eggs, and the rest of them were 2 and 5K eggs. So
2: That's really unlucky.
1: It's really unlucky, <laughs> and it's a bummer that to spend all the money on incubators, because obviously I had to incubate and hatch all the eggs that I already had in my bag and then i was thinking oh i'll get some 10k eggs and on honestly like part of it's on me right it was raining today so i wasn't out walking around as much so like i that's why they're not hatched yet but still you can blame niantic
0: though you can blame niantic for the rain it's fine (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) must have been them but uh (laughs) it was just uh that was a little bit of a bummer to see like oh uh, i thought it would be more like not guaranteed 10k eggs because it's already guaranteed that it's going to be those 10 K eggs are going to be one of the three regionals and maybe they're shiny, maybe not, whatever. But, um, I thought there would have been a little bit more of a a higher drop rate. And again, I only did nine, right? I only did nine spins for eggs. So could have just gotten unlucky. Um, but I feel like I was seeing people in Slack today and they were a little bit disappointed at the lack of 10 K eggs that they were getting.
0: Yeah. I mean, unless you're like hardcore going for shinies, there's nothing exciting about hatching five relicants in a row.
2: If you don't have a relicant. No, I the mean, first one. A lot is, of people. the first
0: one is very exciting. But when you when you have 5 10k eggs and you're like, "Oh man, what am I getting?" and it's like, "Oh, re- well, they're all relicanth Okay.
2: Then you can trade them to people. That's I still true. have I still have 40 relicanth from Worlds 2019 that I i'm kind of glad they're rare this event because i think i can still trade them to people yeah i think that's
0: That's the other thing too right like so again people people were like well they put regionals in raids last time and i understand like i just want to spend the dollar to get the relicanth in the raid and then that's the last one i need Mm -hmm. um but then the on the flip side, like I said earlier, then all of a sudden it's like, man, I wish there was more Groudons. It's like, well, you have three raids in your city. They all ended up being Relicanth. Like, what what do you <laughs> like you can't have it? There's just so much raid stuff happening. But the other thing is, like, if somebody's hatching a relicanth, just trade them for it. But then again, that would require you to be social and have friends and like that's what Niantic wants, right? Like it's it's such like this this pull, this push and pull of like people being like, well my local community is dead. So we only remote rate, rate pass and it's like well how how do you expect the local community to get better if you're all just sitting at home remote rate passing like 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 Niantic's doing things and I I for the record I don't think they're doing things perfectly. I think they could do a lot more things to get people outside. Um but like the, there are options. You can you trading is still a thing, like
1: Yeah, it is. But it goes back to and I don't know, maybe this doesn't really fall under that as as heavily, but it goes back to you wanna get people outside, make going outside better, but don't take away what you then what you already gave over the last couple of years. And they've done that mm-hmm. in a couple ways. Um, but mostly it's like don't take that stuff back because clearly it's worked in a way that Maybe nobody thought it was going to work. Like, I will say maybe the local community you have is dead, but there's now <laughs> a global community that, that didn't, uh, that didn't exist before, right? There, now it's like, oh, like, well, I can raid with people in Germany and, oh, you know, I can raid with people in Australia or whatever. That's fun, especially if you, in an online world if you are friends with people that are in other countries it's fun to be able to be invited to those raids and then you know you're raiding with that friend that you have in another country so you want us to also go outside and do those things which i fully agree with i do love going out and playing walking around and playing pokemon go outside but don't take away the things you gave us because you kind of created a new community for people to have don't take that stuff away just make the rewards of going outside better think yep the
0: raids this weekend were guaranteed one XL rare candy,
3: mm-hmm.
1: one extra XL. But I don't candy think if I, you're in that's person.
0: good. I guess for some people, but like the, I think that's good for the hardcore people that will be looking for that anyways. I don't think that's good enough for you know somebody who only plays community days, right? Like those people exist. They're mm. like, and and that's a fair way to play this game. The people who like. Hey, I play Pokemon Go once a week. I'll play all three hours on Community Day. But, you know, I'm not... You know, they're not going out every Tuesday night, every Wednesday night. They're not, like, going for Shundo's or whatever, right? Like, I I don't think one guaranteed XL Rare Candy... That's the word. XL Rare Candy is, like, good enough to get
1: people to go outside. I don't know what is. Like, I don't... No, I mean, I don't either. And I'm not a Niantic employee. I'm not the one that's (laughs) going to be making those decisions. But they absolutely could make just make rewards for doing things in person yeah. that don't take away from people who aren't, but do incentivize people to go out and do things in person again.
2: Exactly. They need to incentivize the behavior they want instead of trying to make things more expensive than they already are, because that's just going to make people angry.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Well, to wrap up, I think the event's fine. I. I- Uh, i will have to do another episode about the vegas stuff because there was a lot happening there um (laughs) both good and bad there were a lot of things that niantic did right at that event and of course uh, i think a lot of people heard about the things that went wrong at that event but there was a lot of things that went right at that event so um and the reason i do still think it's important to talk about that is because it was the first event of the year um and now that you know that Niantic loves in-person events, so uh, I, I suspect there will be more to come this year and the following year. Um, and I would wager to bet they're probably going to do a Sinnoh tour at the same time next year because the Johto, Kanto, and Hoenn tours have all lined up around this weekend. Pretty much every single year, it's always like the weekend before Pokemon Day. I think.
1: Yeah, I was do- I was doing a- I was checking how many shinies I got last year for the Johto tour. Right. You know, in Pokemon, Mm. in the, in the storage, you can still, you can do, you can search for age. So the word Mm -hmm. age and then a number, right? So age zero will show you everything you caught today. Age one, everything you caught yesterday. Age 365 would show you everything you caught 365 days ago. Uh, and. It was right around there. It was like three sixty four, two sixty three was for the Jodo, The stuff yeah. I caught in the Jodo tour. So it was like it's like right around exactly a year.
2: Did you just go day by day and try to? Sp- no,
1: I did three sixty five, <laughs> okay. and then I did three sixty four and three sixty three, and I it hit at one point. I wasn't going to. So you do did. It. I oh no, I did, I, yeah, I wasn't. I was like I could just go look <laughs> online at what date it was. Yeah. But I was like I'm already in the storage. Let's just <laughs> try it.
0: Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I would uh, suspect the Sinnoh tour this exactly in a year from now, like before, slightly before or slightly after Pokemon. It makes sense too, because it's near Pokemon Day. So, um, it makes sense for them to do that. But I would, again, I would wager to bet that they want to continue doing in-person stuff. And I wonder if this is like the future of this game for now is
1: if you want the good stuff, here's the in-person thing. And if, for everyone else it's free that's that's exactly what it seems like it seems mm-hmm. like the in person thing was there was you know they didn't have that last year there before so charge everybody and then now you get a little bit more stuff and now it's back to quote unquote quote unquote normal yeah. uh so you know you can either go to that in person event and get the cool stuff or and i wonder if that's going to be how go fest works this year oh well. i think so like, too i think right? i think so mm-hmm. we're going to see something similar where Maybe and I mean we don't know anything yet but like maybe it's not increased shiny if for the global one again or you know something like that because you go to those in-person events where that was you know initially supposed to be where you're getting those increased shiny rates and regional Pokemon right not so much the global stuff.
0: It almost reminds me of like those big like EDM shows where it's like you can spend the $300 to go to the EDM show or you could spend like the $50 to get like the virtual version Um, And, like, watch it through your computer because, like, you can't be there. Um, It kind of reminds me of that. Except Niantic's like, come to Vegas. uh, Or, (laughs) here's the free version next weekend. You can't complain because it's free. Uh, We're not charging you. Well, I mean, they're charging you of, like, trying to sucker you into the the, the mega energy. Or the primal energy,
1: I should say. They absolutely did. But... And I'll do it again tomorrow. I'm, to that <laughs> energy. I'm saying this now and I the know it's the perfect I'm way be to end the show tomorrow. and I'll do it again. <laughs> but, um, again, like you said, this event was fine. Like, again, it it was fun to go out, run, walk around, catch some Pokemon, like Hoenn Pokemon. Um, obviously it would have been nice if there was an increased shiny chance of some kind, but again,
3: I think it's there was for certain event.
1: Pokemon. I really think the Surskit, Cacnea and Gulpin Whichever path you picked. I think I don't even mean just the ones right afterwards. I mean I think Surskit and like whatever. If I pick Surskit, I think they were there was a boosted rate for the rest of the day. Yes. I
2: think there was that. And I think there might have been a boosted rate of shinies for Pikachu's and unknown maybe on Usually unknown's
0: not boosted.
2: Okay. Maybe um, just Pikachu's. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, I only ended up with at two thing so <laughs> it was the the very
2: <laughs> least, the different paths you choose, yeah, that yes. one seems to be boosted. Definitely, had
0: to be. All right. Well, we'll be back on Tuesday morning with our thoughts on Pokemon Day. I keep saying Tuesday, the 28th, uh, February 28th will be a, the second part of this podcast on Pokemon Day. Um, and we'll recap all of that. Uh, and then there will probably be a bonus episode either this week or next week with, um, uh, Vegas thoughts and 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 whatnot and maybe if something magical happens sunday for this hoenn event i don't think so i think it's gonna be the same thing but i don't know maybe something breaks and niantic's like here's a free requase that everyone who knows um but thank you for listening hannah thanks for being here bobby thanks for being here uh happy pokemon day uh if you're listening to this um and if i'm sure there'll be stuff up on youtube Uh, If you're listening to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you know, leave a rating. That's always helpful, too. Um, Otherwise, we'll see you guys in like two days. Happy Pokemon Day. Uh, This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast and we are
1: super effective.
2: Got nothing to say other than happy Pokemon Day. Super effective.
3: This
0: podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of the episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, William, Tony, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jessica, Gray, Courtney, Chris, Brian, Anthony, and our executive producers of Spencer and Brady. Thank you so much for the continued support. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards, including having your name read at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.